Hey guys, Randy and Jason Sklar here along with... Daniel Van Kirk. And our guests... Natasha Legera And Moshe Kasher. Are so good on this show. We yeah. talk about um, budding rap artists at McDonald's. Making Sketty. Making no. Sketty. And we talk, and we really get to the core, and Natasha Legera really helps us get to the core. Is it numchucks or nunchucks? Numb. It depends on where you're from. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on where you're from. But get out here and fight. That's all I got to say. Listen to the episode, Dumb People Town, this week. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. 12 original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kelberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. And on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p-r-e-s-s. It's a good deal. Listen very closely when I'm on the mic. I know that most be feeling my flow. Cause yo, I really rage. No matter where I live, my real home is the stage. I know you wanna hear me, but the flow one time. I'm double trouble, make the beats and rhyme. You spots coming through with a bag of tricks. But he's got triple X's like your favorite porno flicks. Hey, pound pimples and pound puppies. That song you just heard is called. Thunder Jam 3 by Juicebox and it came out 10 years ago now that's the first song by Juicebox that I ever heard and I've been hooked ever since the good news is Juicebox is still out there clawing his way out of the underground and making his dreams come true he's an inspiration and I'm super psyched to have him back on the Powcast today speaking of inspirations Brent Weinbach is on the show, too. It's a great episode. I think you're going to love it. But before we get started, maybe you want to buy a Poundcast t-shirt. Maybe you want to support the show. The t-shirts, they're black. And they have an aggressive white logo across the front that screams to the world, I'm a proud pound puppy, and I get it. Wear this shirt to a job interview. I bet you'll get the gig. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Go to DougPound.BigCartel.com to buy my merch. There's also a link at DougPound.com. Another way to simply support this show is by clicking on the Amazon link at Feral Audio before you buy anything on Amazon. It doesn't cost you a cent. Just click on the Amazon link at ThePoundCast.com or FeralAudio.com and then buy your stuff. You can even bookmark it and call it Amazon. Anyway, 
Here's the Poundcast. Preach. I can't remember how long that I've been riding on this road. But the parties every night, hey man, they start to feel so old. Your mind is gone, your body's weak, but you need to make it through. You gotta climb the mountain if you wanna see the view. Sometimes you just wanna go to sleep. Sometimes you just wanna watch TV. Sometimes you just wanna let it be. Check one, two, Poundcast. And all the kids are wasted. Check one, two. That song is called The Ragers by Juicebox from Heartland 99 on Thunder Zone 033. I haven't listened to that song since I like completed that record, and uh, it sounds a lot more like Smash Mouth than I remember. <laughs> but that's, that's a Which good thing. Which is fine. This is from what year? This is from like uh, 2015, so it's sort of new, but it feels very... It feels really old with that, even with that said, you know. I mean, it sounds, it's, it kind of reminds me of Beastie Boys, actually. Yeah, the new stuff's even more like that. Oh, It's really? going even more in that kind of general direction. But yeah, there's like a B3 organ kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just like... I think Smash Mouth is fine, to, I mean, like... To sound like? Well, there's a new song of mine that my friend jokingly was like, eh, this kind of sounds like Lou Reed meets Smash Mouth. <laughs> That's cool. But you know what? It's all about just like finding those new those new pockets. I think it I don't know if it's okay to sound like Smash Mouth, but I think it's okay to I think it's good to be like Smash Mouth, you know? Yeah, I got to start dressing differently. Yeah, you know, just like kind of look like them and it's I, cool go to, to have a smashed mouth. <laughs> Welcome I mean, to the Poundcast. This is your guest DJ Doug Pound. As always, my co-guest is so right across the pa- table from me Brent Weinbach yeah I I made a video called Smash Mouth once and our host today making his sophomore second. debut you've been on it three times no this is the this second is sophomore this, this is, is a sophomore effort this and is you were so- on one of the very first podcasts yeah and Juice Box is here say hi Juice what's up uh, JB speaking of Smash Mouth if we can keep talking about that I was considering making a chain wallets for Thunder Zone recently for my label like promotional chain. Yeah, wallets. you have a lot of cool merch. Uh, your website is what? Thunderzone.biz? Thunderzone.biz. It's the bomb.com. That's the, uh, uh, that's the, that's the slogan. I mean, we got energy <clears throat> drinks. Thunderzone put out my VHS tape, which is sold out off the racks. <laughs> you got to get that on eBay now. You got to get it on discogs.com. Um, you got to get it on Torrent. So we had to get Juicebox back on here. We Juicebox had to do it. is a, as you heard, a musician. He used to be a rapper. Still is pretty much a rapper, but I think you're just doing your own style of music, and it's a, probably a cross between Smash Mouth and Lou Reed. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's American music. American music. That's all I got to say. But with that said... Uh, like on SoundCloud, what are the hashtags you see? American yeah, it's American Sm- music. Hashtag smash, hashtag mouth. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag American, hashtag rock, hashtag roll, hashtag rap rock. Rap rock, I'm punk rap, maybe. Like, I've I've recently, like, decided that punk rap sounds, like, more approachable for, like, less conceptual thinkers than rap rock. Because rap rock is so loaded, and I like that for a long time. But, like, now I'm just, I want to reach people, you know? And I don't want to alienate the world the way I've been alienating the world for 15 years. 
So how, I would punk rap. Have you that's been alienating the world. Well, you know, I feel like uh, I make it a bit confusing for people, for listeners. You know, um, doing mean, a lot of genre-wise. Yeah, genre-wise, and mm-hmm. even just saying like I make rap rock. That's like a weird statement. Like it's kind of like daring you to like take me at face value or something. But I'm I'm kind of done with that. I just wanna I wanna make something that people can uh, maybe just like take in and not have to worry about whether it's like tongue-in-cheek or whether it's conceptual i just want to make like uh good music or a good rap rock album yeah punk but but you know when you call it no, i'm no, just no, like I'm the just re- no just, hey you're that's a restaurant, pretty much pretty much i know sadly it's i'm just, totally yeah. kidding i'm totally like your yelp review would be like american it wouldn't be like oh this is an asian fusion with korean flavors mixed with you know whatever that people would be like oh well, that's too i don't get it I mean, I, I, I don't know. Most people, yeah. I mean, most America. all of music is now it is it is a mix of genres. I mean, as is the postmodern way. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like rap music is just what I grew up with, but I also grew up with this other stuff, this punk and noise and all sorts of stuff. So it's all it's just been a never ending quest to make sense of that and make music that like uh, <clears throat> is true to my uh, roots, and that's been very hard. And it, but whatever, it's cool. I'm just turned thirty. I feel all right. I feel pretty good. I met actually. you when you were a teenager. Yeah, you stayed at our place. <clears throat> Doug stayed at my apartment when in I was Chicago. eighteen in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. And um, can we talk about the book? Yeah, of this course. This kind of blew my mind. Last time I ran into you in New York, you told me about this book. Somebody wrote a book about Juice Box. It's like uh, I think I knew about this. Wait, I think well, I, I might have told well, you about well, it. Actually, the last time you did this, didn't you talk about somebody who was was the, were you talking about it? That, then? that was maybe no, you know maybe too long ago. Maybe you t- just told me about it. I, I guess. told you yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, yeah, that's right. You did tell me about it. <clears throat> tell me now. You tell me about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's a we- obviously that's like the weirdest experience you could possibly have is to be like still in your 20s and somebody writes this book about you but like you know a what bio about you well sort it's of like a bio oh, it's like a biopic well, well it's like it, i can't yeah, no, yeah, explain now i didn't read it but yeah you shouldn't did you maybe. read it i mean well i read it when it was like being made i haven't read it since it came out i mean what i'll say about the book is that it's it's as much about the author as it is about me it's a very contemporary new york city like young persons like you know when you're like 30 years old and living in New York you can't just write a memoir you gotta find like a weird dude like me someone to like to talk about so you can talk about yourself yeah so he he puts his life in the framework yeah in the of frame my life. of your life why yeah. did he pick you to sort of be the uh, whatever he's the always catalyst? he saw me play when he was in high school and uh-huh. I think that like left some kind of a dent in his brain how old is he now he's like my age maybe a year I, older I think what well, happened was he saw Juicebox play and it like blew his mind so then he kind of got obsessed with Juicebox, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like that. And he went to Harvard. He was He's just sort of successful. like fascinated with Juicebox. And he was just like, this. he was like, you're the most interesting Did man he, in the world. He saw you in high school when when you were in high school too? Yeah, we were both in high school. I, he lived in Oak Park, Illinois, which is like a Chicago suburb. And I went down and played a gig uh, that he actually set up at a church. And somehow that just like... I don't want to say he followed you ever since. Well, he's just kept up. I mean, you know, like we we've been casually in touch for those years, but I wouldn't say we were friends. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he went to Harvard. He's married. Whatever. He's got a good life. He's a uh, he was a writer, 
very successful journalist. You know what I mean? He's got this good life of very, but somehow he's obsessed with my weird shambling existence, or he was. You what, know? So what are the specific things he focused on, and and what specific? Wait, so things back, are, back back up real quick. So he has a good life, but maybe there's something missing. Maybe he wants. Maybe he yearns for like what you're doing. Which how would you describe what you're doing? You're just like you're just always like. Um, Searching and going for it, and not trying to have you know one point two children and yeah, living, I think you're li- you're living a life out on the road, out on the edge. You're playing basements. Yeah, I mean, on some level, I think that it's like he he saw a certain kind of like alternative pathway for himself that he could have maybe taken, but he didn't. And we're both like gangly idiots. Like he's, we're both just like. I think, like, somehow because we're kind of tall people, like, somehow I became this just, like, so actual cipher, like you know what I mean? We kind of uh, like this, Yeah, you're like... It's like a sliding uh, doors situation. You, you're the other path he could have taken. That, that's, what, that's what this is yeah. really about. I mean, about, yeah, if you want to boil it down, it's about that. And it's also just about, like, his dad <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? Sorry. It's I'm just sure about, sure. like... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just about the road not taken, essentially. Mm-hmm. But so, then a bunch uh, of other shit gets touched on, too. What, is, what are some of the specific things that are touched on about you and that also reflect about him? You know? Well, he doesn't understand noise music. He doesn't under, like, I think he's fascinated with all this weird shit I've been a part of, but he just like can't wrap his brain around it, and somehow that like made him even more fascinated. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I kind of question the like commitment. I don't know how deep he went in actually trying to figure out what I'm all about. I don't know. Whatever. It's so funny to Did talk about Did you get to this. know him? Yeah, I know him, and he's a good person. Are uh, you buddies with him? No, I'm not buddies with him. Oh, no. really? I had to separate myself. I mean, the book was just weird, and there was a shit ton of press, and I felt really confused, and I oh, guess really? I still do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the book's... It's a confusing thing for What's me. What's it called? It? How, how good did it do? It well. New York Times bestseller. Yeah, no, it didn't get on any lists, but it did get a lot of press. New York Post bestseller. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many units it sold. TNT Monthly bestseller. bestseller. Yeah, if only, if only we could have got that book onto TNT. <laughs> Highlights magazine. Um, so it got a lot of. Uh, it, well, it made wait, it made some noise. I mean, we have a lot of questions. We've you know, yeah, there's no yeah. rush. What's here, the but, what's like, the what's it called? What's, it's what? called the next next level. It's a quick read. It's like you could you could probably like. Wolf it down. It's like almost. It's almost a zine. How many pages? <laughs> it's like a two two hundred potion. Two hundred. Okay. That's it. Maybe a little bit more. I can't and, remember. And it's, it's sort it's, of like a first person, like uh, it's 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 kind of told in the first person of his from his perspective, kind of following you. Yeah, I mean, it's super. Yeah, it's it's very contemporary. How in that close sense. did he get to you during the period that? And how long of a period of time did he kind of really get into it with you? Well, we did like quite a long. We did like maybe ten, twenty hours of just interviews. Uh huh. But did he ever just kind of follow you to around and shows? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever we, he came stuff? to some. Sh- he came to some shows. And did he, he ever sleep over at your house and stuff or something? Well, he did. Like, there's a funny thing he writes about where he. I was subletting uh my Jacob Chiachi. You know? Do you know Jacob? Doug? Yeah, I'd Jake- love to get him on the pound. You should get him on Jacob from Paperhead if you remember that crew back in the day. I was subletting his place in New York when I first came to the town, and he writes about that experience of me going into this room. Where there's like Jacob's dark Pink Floyd dark side of the moon boxers are like hanging up above the bed, and I just didn't like do anything. Like you know what I mean? I just kept him there. I didn't even think about it. Like, and he was just like, 
man, I don't know what kind of lifestyle somebody could live where they just like let a pair of boxers float above their head. <laughs> or you know what I mean? Just that kind of shit. It's just like uh Well obviously he didn't see the Diant Word video and know that those aren't just boxers. That's uh that's art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean I don't I haven't seen that. Wait, video. so Jacob left his boxers and you're just like, Oh, that's fine. I'll just yeah, I guess like I didn't hovering even, above your head. Yeah, I guess I didn't even think <laughs> about they, it. They were were they there as a decoration or were they just accidentally left? No, they there? were definitely like a bit of a decoration. Yeah, yeah. Know? So it's you were like, Oh, that's kinda cool. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, well and I don't think it like pro I don't think Leon even processed that maybe somebody could have intentionally put a pair of like Dark Side of the Moon boxers on the wall uh-huh. as like a thing. Does he have a very sort of conservative sort of perspective on things well he's just like a smart successful person and most normal smart successful people could look at my life and be like you're an idiot you know what i mean Mm. which is to say like i think that's why he was fascinated with it because i just keep like why would this guy make this these choices i've made i've made like idiotic choice after idiotic choice that is like what i I bet they're not i bet they're not in your mind what's the biggest flop i don't know if there's like a flop well (laughs) Well, you know what? We What's can the get... worst choice you made? Well, yeah, let's... that's what I mean. Well, I don't. I'm not going to say this was even a bad choice, but if we want to talk flops, we got to get into that fucking viral video. More than happy to talk about that. Oh shit. yeah, I was. I, I, I was. I, I meant to couple. ask you if we could talk about the yeah, viral fuck video, it, man. Well, this what is all. This ha- is what happened. This is okay. all access. All access. What happened? <laughs> You're getting it. I wish I had some echo. Can you like aux send some echo on my? Yes, vocal? I can actually. This is all access. Juice box. Poundcast in the mix. Let's go. Okay, so a video came out, and I think it made it made it to like the front page of Reddit or something. You know, just like check well, out this the worst rapper ever fails on live TV. I, so like I and went, I click on it, and it's fucking juice box. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, what am, what's gonna happen? Oh no, I just felt so bad. I was like, oh fuck, it, he's viral as being bad. Right? It's like. Check out this bad rapper. What TV but show? He was on like a six a.m. like morning news. I was show on like with... the morning. The, so I went. I, what? What? Where, what city was that? I flew back to Milwaukee to play this like uh, local music festival, and the the promoter was like, "Yo, I got you on the evening news," and I was like, "Okay, let's do this. This is gonna be sick." Like so I, it was evening. It was yeah. Real. Knowing full well, I mean, I'm just like up for that for yeah. that shit. You yeah, know? Totally. I mean, like. So whatever we get there, we do the interview. The interview is ridiculous. I give the anchor like Thunderzone energy drink. Yeah, it's and then so like it's time for the performance and like there's no monitors. I just got this one in here. The mix sound mix is like eighty percent vocals, twenty percent music. It's just a yeah, disaster. It, it, I'm just I like, mean, it sounds I mean, like, like a technical thing. Whereas like, like if you've ever seen me play a live show, I can fuck. I'm 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 not bad at that. Like any like there's ample evidence on YouTube of me like playing live and being like pretty good no you're absolutely like 100 percent an amazing live performance so performer so like you cannot deny it like you you give it a thousand percent so but either Have way you've seen him perform live no i mean he climbs up the walls he oh, i know about it he stage about dives it. he goes crazy rips his shirts off but <laughs> so it whatever so it was just it's like iggy pop <laughs> yeah i mean it's an influence it's like iggy popsicle what? No, don't walk away. Yeah, no. no. All right, I'm done. But you uh, said you said you're skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, wait. <laughs> wait, so back. Okay, oh, so no, the, movie, be, the, the be, video comes out. It'd be Iggy, Pop, it'd be Iggy Popsicle stick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Thank you, Brent, for punching that up. <sighs> so, the viral is, video. The mix is bad. 
Mix you, is you go on the it. evening news. What do you expect is going to happen? You have no. I have no idea. It's, but I'm it's fine. The, li- the lighting is as bright as it can be. And I look it's like not... I'm on. I look like I get a, a lot of people say that I'm a drug addict. If you look at the comments for any juice box video, everybody thinks I'm on drugs. And you ain't never done a drug well, in you, your whole life. I've never once done a drug in my life. <laughs> False. Uh, um, <laughs> but we won't get into that. Um, but no, you're not a drug addict at all. No, but also, <laughs> but you know, and also like that's just the way you look. You, I mean, you, you, you have, you put on this persona when you're performing, and in a lot of your videos and and in your like your your photos of you, like remember those ones where you're like in a shitty like hotel room and you look. Well, well, it's also kind of like play it up a little bit. Like you got bags under your eyes. Well, the bags like, under my eyes are just like I'm a t- I'm a I have Italian blood. Those are natural bags. Yeah, they're it's like you know. Like I'm baggy, dude. I got baggy eyes, man. Yeah, I, I like my I like my eyelids loose like that though. I like that loose fit. Yeah, check those bags when you fly. <laughs> Woo! I'm sorry I'm not riffing with you guys. No, no, I mean, no, that's no, a no, hacky no, no, joke from... No, uh, no, I mean, I just, like, somehow, like, I've just been so out of uh, riff mode, you know? Like, nah, I'm just, nah, like, nah, in my... You know what I mean? It ain't like that. It ain't like no, that. No, this is good. I mean, like, no. I feel like... Uh, it ain't like that. It, it ain't, ain't like, like that. that. I ain't no, even like doing... That. I haven't, haven't done a single drop this whole time, because the, the, the conversation... <laughs> yeah, Because the that. conversation has been so interesting, like, straight out the gate. That's the nastiest thing... There so, we go. uh, what? Okay, so what's up with the video? What happened? So it's so whatever. So it's just like a fucking like. Wait, like, what do people? What? What about it? Do people think is bad? Or because whatever? I'm just like barely. I'm not rapping well. I can barely. I'm like rapping kind of quietly because the track is so quiet that I can barely hear the music. It's just like technical insanity. Is it and I look like yeah, it's totally online, and I look like. In still a crazy person. Still, uh, like how viral it was. It went like okay, it went viral enough that I was getting like death threats from people in Milwaukee because they were like, "You're not representing the Milwaukee hip hop community." You know what I mean? Like it was a. But the crazy thing about viral videos is like within like two months, it was just like done. Like right. Like this is the. For, I'm. I love talking about it. It's hilarious. I just looked it up and on Noisy, which is Vice's thing. Oh yeah, no, it got they me. Have some a nice, good press. They have a nice article. It says, "Meet Juicebox, the worst rapper ever, who's actually the most positive person on the planet." Yeah, Hell no, yeah. It, it ended up get, like being ultimately like fine. I got like some press, and then Did also you get some gigs out of it. Oh, uh, the video's down. I think actually, like it helped my draw in Milwaukee <laughs> somehow. I and, think. Did people death threats from the hip hop community in just Milwaukee? a couple people? You know, but did they know who you were though? I don't think that? so. Because so like, it's kind of like shame on them because you kind of go back a while. Well, you're like repping Milwaukee, but you kind of haven't really lived there. Well, yeah, I mean, I still claim Milwaukee because even if I've lived in New York or L.A., like I live, that doesn't you know my music isn't a product of like living in L.A. for two years or living right. in New York for two years. Like, I feel like I'd have to live in New York for, like, a decade before I claim New York. But doesn't the hip-hop community know who you are? Well, some people started to... Def- like, people defended me, because, you know, I've done... I've gone on tour with Public Enemy, you know? I've done all sorts of funny... You know, I tour... I've done, gone to Europe, Japan, all that stuff. So a couple heads were, like... That's a long fucking story short. I put a whole bag of jelly beans up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, a couple people came to my defense. Uh, some hip hop people. Yeah, some hip hop people came. What, to were, what did they say? They said, "This is Juice Box. This is he's no." Been, they he's said, a, "Yeah, boy." Yeah, yeah they, they boy. just. What did they said that they, they say, just look. linked. They linked to some real videos of me. 
some of my songs, some of my performances. I mean, there's so much shit out there. Were you ever? Like, were you embarrassed at all at first? Yeah, I mean, it was insane. It was a really well, funny thing to do. Yeah, I mean, just getting a whole like wall of hate. Well, it was like, just this world. It was just like surreal for a second. You did know? You, when it was happening, when you were recording the video or whatever, did you think this is going to seem bad? Or honestly, like I, I was like, oh, that went pretty badly. But like, I just, I wasn't like, this is going to go viral. <laughs> that wasn't, I, you know. You didn't think anyone was going to see it. No, well, I don't know. I mean, I had no clue. What How was many views happen. did it get after the after I played? We went out and got ramen, <laughs> and it was like eh, with, with the people bad. from the crew. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, like, uh, yeah, somehow, yeah, somehow. What happened is it didn't. It took a few days for it to go viral, and actually, like, I was flying back to New York, and I got off the plane, and I had like twenty text messages. Like, oh. it was, like, one of those things where it went viral while I was, like, Oh, air. that's classic. Yeah, like no, that woman who tweeted that, like, oh, AIDS yeah. joke, and yeah. then she landed, and her career was over. Yeah. yeah, no, it's funny. Like, that was really, like, a moment. Uh, like, how many kind views of a, did it get? I mean, I think that it, it, I think it got a good amount on YouTube, but I think E-Bombs World, if you remember <laughs> that. I'm talking how many millions of views here? I think maybe it was, like, 100,000 on YouTube, but maybe E-Bombs was, like, a half a million. Okay, it never hit a million though. I don't know. It wasn't it might that have. crazy. It, was it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was like I saw it in when I was not looking for it. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was it, just it had a I was just like it on Reddit moment, or something. Yeah. It's like oh shit. The, yeah. the Verge The Verge calls you terminally underground. <laughs> now, Dude, I like this Google style. <laughs> do you Do you want to be terminally underground? Because no. I know a lot of your the themes in your music. Um, are kind of like you're struggling to to break through, to make it, to to yeah. I what mean, you're you're just it's like a, a struggle. Now, is that where you want to stay? Well, I've or do always, you want to take it to the next next level? I've always wanted to make <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that that book title comes from a thing I do when I'm on stage. What do you do? Like I go, I've been, I do this speech where I'm like, do you want to go to the next level? And if it's a okay show, people go yeah. Then I go no, fuck that. We're going to the next, next level. You know, that's just like a thing I did for like hundreds of shows. Uh, so then he turned it into a book and now I can't do it live anymore. What would be? Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. You know, I do it occasionally, <laughs> but I do like especially. And then they like, hold up their. Do you ever, does anyone want you to sign their book? Yeah, that's happened many times. And I, I always write. I uh, like proceed with caution or like I do not endorse this book. That's great. Do you, uh, do you, did you make any money off a whole no, book being written about you? I didn't. The, the author did. I mean, like... Do you think you might have made, like, maybe some ticket sales? Or people like, read the book and be like, I'll check this I guy mean, out. Or I, some, maybe someone buys a song in Bandcamp? Yeah, maybe. So it know. didn't really... I think it's... I would think, you do it... Would you, uh, do you regret no. having a book written about you? I don't regret it. I think ultimately it's just like another weird thing that's another, happened in my another life. Another weird thing in the, in the career. Yeah, Is I the, mean, we've all three of us have been in this shit for a minute. And you just if you just keep going and like trying to get better, you're just gonna accumulate ideally just a list of weird things you've done. Some of them are like good, some of them are bad. But you just I mean, gotta that's just, do it. That's just how I feel about like true lifers. It's not just like like there's so many people, especially in music, who just have this very like linear trajectory where they start playing basements, then they get bigger, bigger. They maybe play Coachella, then they break up or something. But like my career is like the opposite of that, and I think. I don't, I'm like a, you started I, at Coachella and then you yeah now the I yeah, now I'm just doing the Poundcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> My career is definitely the opposite of that. I think like, I think it's I'm more gonna be like fifty for, by the time something like mainstream happens or like you know some kind of like it's sick though big project that's like that's who I represent for a lot of people. 
I mean, I think it's Which more common with the, with comedians, maybe. Than I'm musicians. having like the best year of my life, and I don't work. Yeah, what are you doing? Nothing. You're just chilling, I'm making podcasts. I'm doing stuff I like. Nice. Oh, because the year just started though, too. Well, yeah. I'm j- also I'm just talking in hyperbole. You've but. had a good January. Um, I'm like it. Like things right now are cool. Like there's things and fun things on the horizon. That I can't mention, kind of like fun thing on your horizon that you can't really mention, but you can mention it. Well, I'm just I'm working on a record right you're now. A, uh, you're working on a record, and you're taking it to the next level as far as like the label. Yeah, I'm just working on a record, and uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, I can talk. I can like it's. I'm really psyched. It's a very like focused album for me. Now, do you have anyone? Do you have like a producer coming in and say, "Look, JB, this track is good, but what you need is like a different hook or." You know, you change up the notes here. Do you have anyone like working with you like that? Like, no, I like, don't. I'm I'm open you to just it. Perf- like you have 100 percent creative freedom. Well, I mean, cur- yeah, I mean everything. You should I've have done. Rick. I need you knew what you need is Rick Rubin. Yeah. I do. <laughs> would you do? Would you? Yeah. Accept? Of course. What about Fred Durst? Durst. Wait, is Fred Durst the guy in Smash Mouth? <laughs> Bizkit. Um, no, Bizkit. no, not at all. Bizkit. Uh, Oh, that's like I couldn't this. name the Smash Mouth. So I don't even know. Could you? Could you name him? No. What about Blues Traveler? Would you work with? Him? I would get Popper on the track. <laughs> Dude, Popper is like the sickest of all time when it comes to harmonica. <laughs> oh yeah. If I could get Popper, I would just have him on every. G-spot what would be the track. ultimate dream temple? Like band, like backing band. I'm building it right now. I mean, it's getting good. I just need to add more people. Dead or alive. And I think someone even asked this dream band. Dream band. All if Brett led a dream band, we have some questions too. Oh, nice. If you want to go to the questions, yeah, let's just do questions. If Brett led a dream band, who would he hire to play in the group? Okay, easy. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, you get you get. I, wait, I want to hear what else he says. I can only assume it would be some heavy hitters in the fusion smooth jazz world: Sanborn, Marcus Miller, Steve <laughs> Gadd. Uh, no, I'm thinking more like you get Robert Townsend from the Who. Okay. You know Robert Townsend from the Who. So you get Robert Townsend from The Who. Are you going to do this whole joke? Come on. It's short. It's a short joke. You get, um, I, I would get uh, uh, Chris Parnell from Soundgarden. You know, Chris Parnell from Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. And then you top it all off with uh, Judge Lance Ito from Smashing Pumpkins. That's how you do it right there. I'm going to refill the coffee. Do you want one? I'm good. That's how you do it right there. That's a good one. I no, think. Why don't you answer it real? Answer for real? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, you know, led a band. I don't know, man. I like a lot of music, you know. I get Claude Debussy involved somehow, you know, right? I'm there. Debussy on something, you know, <laughs> some compositions or something. I don't know. Get uh, get Ryuchi Sakamoto in the mix, actually. Why Why don't we? You know? Yeah. Well, why don't we get some Ryuchi in there, you know? Papa's got to be in the mix. Papa, sure. I feel like whenever there's like these like it's hard to say these I mean, like ultimate um, ultimate pimple kind of questions like dream bands like whatever uh, what do you, what do you call it the dream like um, dream team what's a band that has like all star all star super group super, super group. group like these super groups sometimes it's like um I don't know they're they're better when they're just doing their thing because then it's like like I guess traveling Bilberries is probably cool. Do you know like about Chicken I- Foot? No. It, it, it sort of depends on like what genre, right? Like if I was trying to put together the the best jazz band, you know, or something like that, it's just like maybe yeah. straight ahead jazz or whatever, or like more traditional jazz. Definitely get Ron Carter on bass. Who's he? 
<laughs> Famous bass player, jazz bass player. Well, you laughed. No, because it's like obvious. I'm laughing because it's like obvious. Obviously, you get you. Oh, I don't. I know. would get the who's bass you know player. Who's a good bass and player? whistle. <clears throat> you know who's and a good bass player is uh, Avishai Cohen. Okay, that's boring. Chickenfoot is a uh, vocalist, Sammy Hagar. Guitarist Joe Satriani and drummer Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Whoa! Oh yeah, we want to talk about supergroups. We yeah. know we know ZZ Satriani. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody got <laughs> Alan Resnick's. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's from the podcast the other that day. Is such and a that funny is sound. so good. That Thank is such you. a funny sound. Actually. You, you Thank guys you, doing, Barnaby. You're or doing, whatever your name is. You're doing crowdsourced. Drops now? No, it's yeah. just too good. He had to, he had to get, he had to pull that for me. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that a little lip smack in the beginning too? That's so yeah. <laughs> it's just such. You could have trimmed that out. It's so interesting how that came, how that he ended up making that sound. You know, and I released this last night. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Really oh, he was talking. By the way, Alan Resnick was talking re- like in a normal tone, like this. Yeah. And I think he was like, kind of scooching up his chair. And I'm, I asked him a question, and he goes, "Yeah, <laughs> like, out of nowhere." <laughs> it, it was funny. just like a weird moment that where, <laughs> for some reason, it came out that way. But it, it's not like he was talking like that the whole time, you know. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Hit it again. Hey, Key. Uh, for those listening. Yeah. Um, my roommate just showed up. And for those listening, yes, I have a roommate. Okay, so what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, oh shit! I forgot what I was doing. Um, let's uh, go back to the qu- band. Let me, let me go back to the questions here. It's just so, it's who cares hard. about ultimate band? It's hard. It's that's a hard thing to say. Yeah. I would get I would get Danny Taylor from. Silver apples, he's dead, but you know, alive or dead, he would be the drummer. The bass player would be probably the Primus. Oh, Les Claypool. Get Les Claypool. I mean, but you know, he has to be, he has to be under my direction. He has to calm down sometimes. Hmm. Slow those fingers down a little bit. What about Victor Wooten? And then for guitar, Victor Wooten. For guitar, David Gedge <laughs> from the Wedding Present. It's a weird band. <laughs> this band would That's be amazing. A really, really weird band. This would be amazing if you could make Claypool just play like straight eighth notes. You know what I mean? Just like yeah, pop yeah. punk eighth yeah. notes. And uh, let's see. Let's see, yeah, uh, Leon Theremin on Theremin probably, and <laughs> I would probably get um, DJ Swamp. You know, put him back Next there. DJ. Put put him back there. Got to have a DJ. It's yeah. not an all star band without a turntablist. On vocals, um, Bjork. Or did that guy say Dave? Joanna Newsom. On harp, uh, two two. No, she's on vocals. Joanna Newsom and Tom Waits, <laughs> the highest and lowest. Who has a lower voice? The than terrible one? band. I mean, <laughs> low voices. You know, this would be like you know. Not a like a super like a super Isaac, group, but Isaac like a, like put some people together that are going to clash and make some new kind of music. Maybe it's called. I the don't clash. think it works that way. 
called the band The Clash. Barry White, Joanna oh, Newsom, yeah. and they sing the same melodies, but yeah. just like a, well, two octaves she's off. Not necessarily the high. Who's the highest singer there is? Mariah Carey. Oh yeah, get Mariah. <laughs> I feel like get Mariah Carey and Barry White. That'd be interesting, actually. Get Diamanda Gallas. Um, Frank Black and Barry White. How about that? How about Jack Black? What about Frank Car- Black? What about and, Frank Black? Um, Frank Black and Jack Black and Karen Black. Karen Black, Jack Black, Jack, Jack White. White. I saw Karen and Barry Black. White. I remember. I saw Karen Black in San Francisco in 1999 for on Halloween. And who? who? Karen Black. Oh, she she's the actress from the 70s, right? No. Who are you thinking of? This the the singer, Ascent, yeah, and uh, it was she was on a bill with uh, the creatures. You know who the creatures is this Susie Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, and uh, and the guitars, but Bungie or whatever was it Bungie? Is that the name? No, was? Karen Black is a singer, uh, an act. Uh, so we're thinking the same person. Oh, really? Okay, actress, screenwriter, singer, songwriter. Am I a native I- of Illinois? Shout out. Well, she but she does kind of crazy stuff, right? But like she, she was put, in, she yeah, was she was like in, she was cream. in like underground films in the seventies and stuff. Yeah, and she put like ice cream and stuff in her, but in her crotch and stuff. Easy. She was like putting, she was putting different things in her crotch and stuff. That was part of when the you thing. saw her play. Oh, Switchblade Symphony. They were playing on the bill as well. Switchblade Symphony and Karen Black. And I fortunately, and I went there really for the purpose of seeing the creatures because I like Susie and the Banshees. And I had to leave early. Unfortunately, I didn't ultimate supergroup. Flavor Flav, mm-hmm. uh, the guy Shock from G. Shock G, Scott from- Ian from Anthrax, yep. Um, Bobby McFerrin on drums. You mean on drums? <laughs> okay, but like the percussion is just like his body. It's his body, his yeah. chest. Yeah, his chest, and he can hum along. And John Lurie on saxophone. Uh, Mersbau on on noise. I mean, I would like going back to Popper. I would just like to see like, <laughs> like a couple Popper clones. Oh, Popper, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, Popper I just can go in any like, one of those bands. I just kind of want to clone Popper and have like five Poppers in a band, and that's the band, just like five harmonica players. Mm. You know, the, have you ever heard of uh, Rova or is Ver- it Rovo, Rovo or Rova? It's a saxophone quartet. It's just only, it's just four saxophone players. It's really good. Really cool. Huh. Uh, it's yeah. it's Rovo or Rova? I think Rovo. Maybe Rovo. I'm pretty sure Peter Hook from New Order did a band that was just three or four bass players. Rova Saxophone Quartet. They're really cool, actually. They're really oh. good. Sounds cool right off the gate. Uh, this is just tuning up? or No, they they have... Oh, it's re- like free... It's no, like it's interesting not. art music. No, no, but they have regular... They have more straight-ahead songs, like more rhythmical songs and stuff, though, you know? I mean, this is this sounds like some sort of ambient time thing, but there's there's no they have here, more straight ahead. They have more straight song out here. More straight ahead stuff. Yeah. Sounds nice. Doug, uh, you want to freestyle over this? Check one, two. I blow through a sax. I chop with an axe. I mean, even this is a bit, you know. I fly Freeform. into LAX. I take X lax. Poo comes out my butt. Food okay. comes out my butt. All right. This is what more, else? This is freeform too sounding, but they have. Jimmy more. wants to cut. Okay. 
What else? Timmy wants a slut. All right. And then there's the band Dose. Do you ever freestyle? No, no. I use. I did. It's not really school. your style. I'm a song. I'm a singer songwriter. The, there's a you band. You do American Dose. music. That's that's not your style. Do you have pride in America? Oh, it's a it's a it's, a, it's oh. an interesting question. We're going political? No, no, we're not going political. I don't want it. That band do- you can't handle that. I don't got it. Handle I don't. The truth. I don't he got doesn't it in have me. it. Can't handle the truth. I don't got it in me to go to talk about that on um, the air. Th- that band dose has. There's enough people talking about it. Yeah, you don't. Nobody needs my dumbass weighing in. It's two bass players, Mike Watt and his wife. Oh, I saw them play once actually oh, really? at a uh, pair space. Oh, really? Wait, yeah. who? Dose. Dose. Who is that? There's two bass players. It's Mike Watt and, uh, is that his wife? Did you say his wife? I believe it's his ex-wife. Ex-wife, yeah. Who was also in Black Flag for a moment. Played bass in Black Flag. Oh, what's her name? Kara, I think. She's like with the the original, in the original lineup. They had a girl in the original lineup, right? Or maybe not, if not original, early. A couple episodes. She didn't play in the Minutemen, though, right? No, Watt played in the Minutemen. A couple episodes ago, Minutemen were good. Oh, they're they're actually I've been pretty like Fire Hose was better. Uh, I disagree. Well, Red I, Hot Chili I, Peppers is even better. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've been listening to like Chili Peppers, Minutemen, all of that stuff. That's been like big in the back of my head recently. Mm-hmm. Just like you know how Red what's, Hot Chili. What's your peppers? I just feel like Red. You gotta Hot, go uh, Mother's Milk, right? <laughs> I mean, it's funny because like that's what I should say, but I'm like. You go earlier. No, later. Whoa! Like one hot minute. Whoa! Yeah, that's like right. what's the song on there? I mean, just like I under like, the bridge. No, I mean like if we're. I believe "Suck My Kiss" is on one hot minute. Okay. Which is like uh, no, that's that that that's that's. I mean, I all I'm saying is that's like rocking. The line between Fugazi and Red Hot Chili Peppers is is wide. No, is absolutely no. Wide. I'm like that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. George, you try to are, bring those sounds together. Yeah. You know, like George Clinton or something was like produced produced, but their one of their albums or something. Yeah, like that, he but, produced an early record. I think. Yeah, there's some f- interesting video footage you can see or film footage of them doing that of him producing their the album. He just on. talks about that in Scar Tissue a bit. Uh-huh. I believe there was a lot of crack cocaine involved. <laughs> Juicy, what do people mean say when they say "Where do you get them"? Does he? Do you know what he's talking about? Mm. Hmm. Where do you get them? Do you got to drop? Quote. Do you got to drop like a quizzical vocal drop? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's good enough. Actually, um, sorry, Tom, but I don't know what that means. Um, if Brent is on there, ask him what's the biggest battery he ever had up his pooper. Like is that okay. a use well, battery? Okay, these are some great He's questions. Got a, so. You guys got a quality fan base. Is that a euphemism for poo? The, I the questions are gone. Like. I mean, we used to get a lot of great, interesting questions. Um, if you I had to go to the moon for work, that's a real yeah, yeah, question, yeah. man. How, what's the oh, biggest yeah. battery ever had up there? And let's hear it. Double. D. I would say like a double, probably double dosage of a double D. Mm. So two D, double Ds, quadruple quad D, quad D, quad D. I got that quad D. Um. You Brennan put- says go juice boy, so that's cool. Jeremy wants to know what's your favorite juice. Hmm. And I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to say Grape. Grape. I don't drink a lot of juice, but I have to go if I had to pick one juice, I go I had some grape juice that we were um it was a prop. We were supposed to be drinking wine on uh, a video and we were doing juice and it's like this is really good. 
I actually want more. This is really good. Stuff. Welches? Just straight Welches? I like yeah. mango juice or something like that, or you know, like um, you know, some sort my of, box is probably my favorite. You know, pineapple coconut or something like that. Something, coconut something. coconut juice is quite good. Or, something like that. Stump or stumping like that. What do you like? What's your juice? Hmm. Ecto, you maybe like a, ecto cooler? Maybe a cran apple. Oh, okay. Oh, blend. That's, That's nice a, blend. a blend. Oh, you like a that blend. blend. Yeah, a um, blend. Uh, um, well, uh, I like Either. the vegetables. Oh, I like watermelon juice. Come on now. Oh, I knew that. Watermelon and mint. I know why you're here. Mm. You know why I'm here. Any motivational words for someone who is doing something crucial in his life? <laughs> I got something. Crucial. I mean, yeah. I mean, just I got something. motivational words for crucial stuff. Just enjoy it. Do it. do it. I mean, I don't know. I have slightly. I have slightly. I'm not, I'm I not have, like that. I'm not like that. I have slightly. I say, don't do it. I have slightly a different take. I say, get wor- like, be worried about it. Yeah, no. My my take would be that anything that you love, they're gonna fucking shit on it, and they're gonna throw it in the garbage can. But you gotta keep on going. Be prepared to be uh to have all of your dreams wiped out. You've been there. Have, be prepared just get to, used to rejection. Just yeah. get used to rejection. You've gone viral. It just What's like, it called when you go viral for the wrong reasons? I don't know, just the, having a bad life. Oh. I almost went on to Tosh. Oh. I almost went on to Tosh.0, little known fact. Really? Oh, I almost snip. did Tosh.0. Why didn't you do that? That's what it, can you hit can you hit that echo again? I need that's a That's a Palmcast exclusive. Oh, that delay sounds like shit. <laughs> Wait, let's try another one. That's, that's a Palm Wait. That And that's a oh, That's a Palmcast exclusive. Well, Try another one. Yo, that's a podcast exclusive. <laughs> Wait, so what happened? A producer contacted you or something? Yeah, I think I was like out of the country and it just didn't Would you work have out. done it? Yeah, I would have done it. But looking back at it, I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. You know? Yeah, it would have been off they, they brand. Might, they might have got stuck. I mean, I would have made some money, probably a little bit of money, and I was probably, so. I, was I so, wonder what they pay. Five, I would have made like five hundred bucks. Yeah, maybe, I would have made something. like five hundred bucks, and at that time, but, that would have been like. <laughs> I wonder if that would have been sweet. I wonder yeah, if yeah. they would have even used it because I think they would have got to know you a little bit, and they would have thought, well, this guy seems actually pretty pretty legitimate. It's like it's not like they probably just thought, oh, this was just a, you know. Uh, you know, whatever there was, you know, they they might they might have like thought, oh, there's an actually because they I think they like to get someone who's probably more unaware of yeah things and stuff and you know what I mean like they, I think they might have not they could have even just not used it probably you know well I think or they what? didn't want to do a it wasn't like a for those familiar with the program it wasn't a web redemption it was like something slightly less embarrassing what but was probably it? just embar- as embarrassing they show me this thing with another. Uh, Ridiculous white rapper, it's a bit Froggy Fresh. Do you know him? Oh yeah, they did a thing with him that wasn't actually uh, Krispy Kreme. Yeah, Krispy Kreme. That they did a thing with him that wasn't like like brutal. I saw his. I they, saw they, his they uh, redemption, they, his web redemption or whatever. Yeah, no, they, it was cool. He was like he rapped and they made a song. And he, like, he said that's what they want. They wanted to do something with me that was like slightly less embarrassing. Yeah. Whatever. Like, like what? Happen. Like what? Though? Just something like the froggy. They wanted just me to do a song with Tosh, and I would. Uh, who knows how it would have gone? Like it could have totally. Yeah, could have gone. That would have been funny because he is kind of. He probably is your height, and you know maybe about your size and everything. And he would have like done his like jock version of like. 
your thing or something. You think yeah, he's a jock? Like, that's how the Froggy Fresh one went. It was like they made a song together, and he just had verses on a song, and it was like kind of a funny song. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's probably fine. I didn't do it. It probably would have given me some like weird short-term internet notoriety or something. Yeah, but it would have been another another piece of the puzzle. Yeah, no, I would I would have been fine with it, but I'm also fine that I didn't fine do it. Fine not doing it. Yeah. That Rachtata guy was on Tosh.0. Oh, he was? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. that's a dark world, that kid. <sighs> yeah, I mean... He's, remember that, though, in the, the video he did, the porn, he goes... He's, like, talking about the guy sucking his penis. He's, like, slurp it up like a Slurpee. <laughs> you got that sample, Doug? I d- I, you should I have that. Not, I you should have not. that because that so ties into Slurpee Good and all that, that is stuff. That fucked you know? up. Slurp it up like a Slurpee. <laughs> um, okay, no no more real questions. There's more, like, people suggesting hosts and stuff like that. Um, Cole, Cole writes in, and he says... Doug, you say you have tinnitus. I, too, have tinnitus and unfortunately have been a long-time listener. Oh, I get it. For years, I have been searching for the cure, perhaps an ointment or a salve. I talked to ear, nose, and throat specialists. I tried earth breathing. I don't know what that is. Took a few classes at UC Berkeley on Bolivian steam listening. I'm going to assume this is a joke. He says no cure. It's not. It's not? Then I found this method about a year ago on a very posh underground website. Not expecting much. I tried it. And here it says, Place the palms of your hands over your ears with fingers resting gently on the back of your head. Your middle fingers should point towards one another just above the base of your skull. Place your index fingers on top of your middle fingers and snap them, the index fingers, onto the base of the skull. So something like this. No, I think I tried this because I've read this. I read this email already. I'm just kind of like I didn't read it on the. I think air. it's like this though. I think you're going like that actually. I think like in both of them. Right? I think that's what he's saying. Do I? Cr- oh, so it's like this. I think you're putting your own. So like on the, the same hand. You put oh, I was doing it wrong because yeah. I tried it. I tried to do it like my right finger on my left hand and doing this. No, the same. It's keep, pretty keep, much the same sound. Yeah, it just it it caught you. You cover your ears and you thump and it kind of make makes a thump in what your is skull. Ten, what is tinnitus? It's I got the, it. It's this. Oh, really? It's slightly more Always. Loud. It's yeah. not that loud, but mine's about this loud. Wait, what is it from? Life. Listening to too much... Loud music. Too much Smash Mouth. Listening to Smash Mouth. I didn't Mine started when I got volume. hit in the head with a ball, but I think it was because of all the loud music and bands I've been in. The hip-hop, because you were a breakdancer back then. Right? It's only in my left ear. Here, let me... Let me... Is this mine? Here, here's what it sounds like. Here's what it sounds like. Listen. That's what it sounds like always for me. It's not a beeping noise. No, it's a high-pitched... You know in the movies where like a bomb goes off and you hear that like... That high-pitched tone? Everything goes quiet. It's like... Or like a scary thing happened. Maybe I have that too sometimes. I don't I think, mind. I it. think everyone has it. I don't just, mind. It. I, I mean, personally, I've just kind of got used to it. If I don't think about it, it's like basically not. Oh, you there. mean it's there all the time? Yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, Can you snap put- the fingers on the base of your skull, making a loud drumming noise. Repeat forty to fifty times. Some people experience immediate li- relief with this method. Repeat several times a day for as long as necessary to reduce tinnitus. Tinnitus. Doctor Jan Stridum. What's up? Um, thanks, man. 
I appreciate that. I am going to give it, I think I did try it, but I maybe I did it wrong. But now that Brent kind of like told me, maybe it's well, uh, I different fingers, but, and also I don't think I did it 40 to 50 times. Side note, get Jack Stratton from Wolfpack on your show. Yeah, yeah, we we've been talking about that. So yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna, gonna yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Um, so juice box, let me get back to you. Enough of these um, questions about juice <laughs> and batteries up the butt. This is like that's pretty. Uh, this is like the closest I've been to like a Stern style situation. I think. Oh yeah, really? we should put him on blast. The battery up the butt felt pretty like Stern esque. I don't know. Do, you doing? I, Wait, I yeah. felt a little <laughs> Stern there, which is good, you know. What is it? You do an anal. You do an anal. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. I have to figure out which the pitch. I forgot which one is the pitch. Oh, that's cool, though. Hey, welcome to welcome to the show. So are you doing anal? So are you doing anal? You do anal or what? Come on. All right, let's cut the shit. You do an anal? <laughs> he doesn't even talk like that. <laughs> That's a little bit more man cow. Okay, I got to ask you something. You're doing these shows in these basements every night. Are you pulling some some serious ass or what? You must you must be pulling some serious tail, huh? What's it like at these shows? Uh, this doesn't sound like ours. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, what does this one sound like? What does this one sound like? Okay. Welcome to P D N K S Poundcast FM. I don't even know what that effect is. Oh, here we go. All right. Welcome back to the Poundcast. Uh, we're here with Juice Boxes, a Milwaukee rapper, and um, we're gonna find out what kind of pussy he gets on the road. Juice Box? Uh, I don't tour so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta be, you gotta be slaying it out. You gotta be slinging dick. Uh, I don't tour so much anymore. It's uh okay. Let's get back to. I have let's, a, yeah. Let's get back to have, that. Do, do, so do you have a like on? We, you don't tour much anymore. Why yeah. Not? Why well, not? Well, you know, I've been making some serious changes in my life. And what? Where do you want to go with your career? You just hit thirty. It's fucked up. And there's plenty of time left. Believe me. Yeah. No. I mean, I. <laughs> I think I met you when I was thirty. You might have been thirty. Were you? Were you thirty when I yeah. met you? Yeah, look at me. I'm still out there. I'm still dreaming. You're going to be 10 years from now. You're going to be still dreaming. He's still pimping. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but anyway, um, when you... You try to get where, where do you want to Where do you want to go? Um, What's well, your next dream? Or is, is it just day-to-day and your next dream is just little, like, I hope I can have a burrito tomorrow? I mean, you know, the goals are a little bit more lofty now. Uh, they're more far away, but I think I'm like, uh, kind of focused in a different way. I've cut some shit out of my life, you know? I've cut a lot of stuff out of my life. That's like, good. What'd like you cut? What? I quit drinking like cut a year it, ago. You know? A year ago? Yeah, over a year ago. Did you have to do AA or anything? No. Or you just stopped? Did I you just... have to do AA and no? <laughs> Woo! Uh, I just stopped, you know? And What about was... energy drinks? Do you still drink those? Yeah, all the time. All the time. I'm just like focused on... Uh, How do you like the no alcohol thing, though? Well, you know, I don't go out so much anymore. But I is just, it do you think it's kind of nice though? It's super it's really positive for me. I mean, I have a lot of shit, a lot of uh mental problems as it is, so just like cutting one thing well, out. Like what? What kind of mental problems? 
Well, you know, it's just like the day to day, the just day to day operations. The dog is snoring, so nice. but it's okay. Let her. Yeah, just let, let her. Let her, her well, yeah, it looked like you were distracted by it. I mean, I think like uh, you know, I think part of the reason why my twenties were so hectic is it's hard for me to just like operate on a base level and just like stay afloat in this world, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think taking a thing out of my life has allowed me to maybe function a little bit more. So alcohol out. What else? Um, I'm just not really like social. I'm not socializing that much. You suck I'm, dick. I'm not sucking dick. <laughs> I'm not socializing. I'm not drinking. So by not socializing, I mean, do you, not, do you do you like, like in my room? Do you, you have gotta, relations with women? You got to understand this right now. I'm just, yes or no. You got to not not currently. I'm in my room. Doug, okay, picture this. Yes, this is the mode I want. This is what you want? <laughs> yeah. I took the, yeah, the, you you got it out of me? Yeah. I'm in my room. Yeah. Door is locked. Locked. Who who, who fucking, is it locked from? Do you have a roommate? I got a bunch of roommates. I live in New York. I got like 20 roommates. You live in a loft? It's not a loft. It's above a deli. I live above a deli. Um I'm locked in my room. It's hot in there. It's the winter. It's one of those things where it's the winter. But I got I got a window open. Right, you got that heater blasted. The heater is blasted. I got no control over that fucking heater. Blast it. Shirts off. Right? Am I painting a picture? Take Shirts it off. Shirts off. Got the MIDI keyboard out. I'm yeah. just like my life is fucked. I'm trying to write my way yeah. out of this. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm yeah. like the only way to get out of this mess is to just like write yeah. better music. That's it. Shirtless. Hell yeah. Acne on the chest. Acne on the back. <laughs> Whoa. MIDI keyboard on my lap. I'm just like Ac- I, acne on the keyboard. Acne on the keyboard. I'm just trying to fucking write my way out of this. I'm trying to change my life by any means. You know that means just like I'm not going out. I'm not having fun. Swag, bitch. I haven't had fun in like over a year. I can't remember the last but time I had a good time. But, but you feel it. But do you? I don't have but, any fun okay. Anymore. But but do you? You probably feel better overall because you're focusing on what yeah, you got to do to cl- claw your way up. The wall, but it's like a new urgency, and it's like a di- it's a slightly different urgency. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because it's just like it's n- it like sometimes when you're in your room and you're just working on music, you're just like, who the fuck is this? What am I doing? You know, I've been doing this for 15 years. Swag. I've been doing this since I was 15 years old. You know. Swag. So I'm just like in there. <laughs> hit that again. Hit it again. Swag. Yeah, I'm in there, and I'm just like. You know, on some level, it's just absolutely insane that I'm still making this music, you know? Just, like, after all the years of just, like, failure and, like, um, like most people that would make... But there's some there's successes in there. I mean, you're going on tour with Public Enemy. Yeah, but, but you, you have, know, like... You, you get opportunities. But I'm just saying, like, at a certain point, you just, like, most people that were doing the same thing that I was doing a decade ago, those people ain't... Unless they're, like, like... Objectively successful, they ain't doing that shit anymore. Yeah, but they ain't real. I don't know. That's not for me to say. What is for me to say is that I'm still doing it. I'm still playing shows for ten people if I need to, you know. And it's just for the love of the game. Here's what it's like. It's Swag. like a, it's like a fucking basketball team in the fourth quarter, right? They're down by thirty points, but they're just playing their heart out. They're playing for fucking pride. That's what I'm doing. Hell yeah. I'm in my room, shirtless, acne, MIDI keyboard, <laughs> and I'm just playing for pride. You sound like you sound like a New Yorker right now, actually. I mean, I listen to Funk Funkmaster Flex every uh, night, mm-hmm. and I think it's rubbed off on me. Yeah, just like uh, you like the way you sound. You sound like they're doing it for the pride. Hashtag pumpkin pie. Yeah. <laughs> we do it. For, we do it for the pride. Yeah, you know, we out here in New York. We do it for the pride over here. That's all you know? it's about. You know, 
It doesn't matter if it's one person or if it's 20 people or if it's 100 people. We do it for pride. Yep. Hun- yes. That's it. That's all it is. Do you work out? <laughs> that's that's next. That's next. <laughs> that's next. Oh, yeah. Once you hit that... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this much. When Wait, I who, who's that guy? Who, what, what the hell is his name? Riff Raff. Yeah, like once you hit that Riff Raff success, then it's like, oh, I guess I got to get all bulked up. When I hit when I hit my pound cast triple play, I'll be, you know what I mean? The third pound cast, I'll be. I'll be all swolled out. Oh, the triple play. Yeah, now you're at, now you're, I like this. You are telling a Transformation. story. Yeah. Yeah. A book came out. You went viral. You're like, I'm not going to have fun or be social anymore. So I'm, people do people. I'm gonna lock myself in my room and do what matters and do it right. Do people discover you because of the book? I think there's like it's funny because when I play in New York, they're always I'll be playing just some like punk show and it will be mostly just kids and then there will be like always be like one or two women that are like carrying a tote bag and kind of in the corner and look out of place and I just wonder like I wonder if she's read the book. You know what I mean? Like they, I wonder like, if she has a book in that bag. Yeah. She just bought it. She, yeah. I, I don't know. Sometimes that's the only difference the I book, see. The book comes with a free ticket to any special <laughs> Would you ever want to hang out with the guy who wrote it, Leon? Again? Yeah, like for fun. Uh, after some time has elapsed. Really? I, 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 I'm, I just needed some space. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? He was following you around too much? No, I just needed some like space from the project. From the book. How long know? has it been at this point? It's been a. It's been a while. <sighs> Damn, I'm, I'm looking. I remember up, the I'm first time at... I heard "Stained." It was like that video of them playing at the Family Values tour, where like Fred Durst is on. Have you seen this? They're like no. sitting down and he's playing acoustic, and Fred Durst is like singing backup. Uh-huh. Either way, I probably it's been like almost two years since the book came out, or a year and a half. Oh, really? You still need space after that? Well. <sighs> New York's a fun. You know, you know, New York's funny. Do you I have just, some good buddies there in New York? Yeah, uh-huh. I have friends. I have. You like I, hanging out? I have a couple close friends that I see a what lot. What do you guys do together? Uh, sport. We watch sports. Oh, really? You Sometimes. like sports? I'm not a big fan. What do you like? Soccer and stuff. It's just a. Uh, uh, it's a way for me to uh, socialize. And socialize. Stuff. Yeah. Fraternize. Fraternize. So, um, I uh, the yeah, Brewers I mean, or I don't know. Just like I mean, Packers game. I was watching the Packers. I go. You know what? Packers is a cool team. Here's what I do in New York. You guys want me to get real with you? I go to this bathhouse. I'm there. The Russian Turkish bathhouse. Yeah, I've been to a Turkish one in Turkey. Really? Yeah. Go on though. But yeah, it's 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 like a it's like co-ed. Oh yeah, mine was male only. Nice. I mean, this hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah, it was hardcore, man. There were like five batteries in my butthole that night. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I, I had, I had. It was like just no. The massage was like hardcore. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They had a masseuse. They, yeah, they were just like digging in hardcore. I had bruises actually afterwards. Whoa, yeah. You get that? No, I don't get the massages. I'm too cheap. Oh okay. But there's just like the giant Russian room, you know, where it's just like over 200 degrees. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You That's pour, hot. There's you a pour Rus- buckets of water on yourself as you sit in there. Right. I there was there's a Russian spa actually in Los Angeles called the Voda Spa. Oh really? I, I, I've been it's there. Funny. I went there once. Actually. My friend who just moved here and got a house in Echo Park, we used to always go to the bathhouse, and he's been looking for. He's been looking for a Russian jump off in L.A. Oh yeah, the you Voda got, Spa. You've called. been? Yeah, I went there. Yeah, they have the, they have those different rooms and stuff, yeah, 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 and yeah. the different. Yeah, like the, the humid room or the dry room or whatever. That sort of replaced bars for me. Oh, really? But I don't go out at night. I just go alone at like one in the afternoon. Oh, yeah? Are there other people in there? 
Not, not, it's, I try to go, it gets like crowded at night and kind of turns into this social scene, but I try to go like early when there's nobody there. Or you just go by people. yourself, huh? Sometimes I go with friends. When I first started, I would always go with friends, but then. Do you like to dunk into cold water after being in the really hot water? I love it. You like that? I do it. That's so hardcore. I can't do I'm not, I, I did it a few times, but never again. That's just so hardcore. You know what? It's crazy because it makes your pores go crazy, you know? You, yeah, it you're, does. you're opening them up and then you're closing them really quickly. That's crazy. I, okay, you know, guys. Okay, guys. So no, this is good. This is the, the rest of the conversation is going to be the. You know, I do hot yoga now. Really? Almost every day. How would are you serious? You sweat yeah, dick I'm on serious, that? Yeah. Is it sweating I dick? Love it. Oh yeah, it gets real sweaty. That's Bikram. You know that one? Well, where they, no. There's there's Bikram is a is hot yoga too, but it's like a, a specific sequence of the oh, of see, the same twenty six moves or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I do Bikram sometimes, and I probably will do that tonight because I missed my vinyasa class. Which you know, is this is a great development. You're doing hot yoga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we we grow, we all grow, we all learn. Yeah, you know about the about. yoga where they make the they put the air on like super freezing, but like below freezing. And stuff? <laughs> oh, here we go. You, like it below zero. You know about that cold that yoga. yoga? No, the frozen yoga. Frozen yoga. Yeah. No, I, I make that joke. It's an Arj Barker joke. It's an Arj Barker joke. Uh, that's the a big thing in comedy, right? You wanna, you don't wanna like. Take yeah, I don't. Time. I know. I think it's a funny joke, though. But. You, uh, yeah. Weirdest person you ever met at a party? Do you have anything off top? Hmm. I mean, it's hard that's to what say. Graham asks. Well, this was actually that same Halloween. Honey Bear asks a question. In 1999, that same Halloween, the Karen Black Switchblade Symphony, I was out on the street and there was this. It's kind of homeless guy, and he was pretty crazy. And he was kind of near me, and he was going like this. He was going, <laughs> and he was doing this with his fingers. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making it. Oh, he was like had a cloth. Got, that's how you got your cloth. And thing. I was going to say that's where I got this when I do this creepy guy character in stand up. This claw thing and going. <laughs> it's from this this homeless guy I saw doing. By the it. way, I wanted to. Brent recorded his special the other night. Oh. And, um, did we already talk about that? Did we record one since then? Yeah, we did. Wow. When's it dropping? I don't know when it comes out. Yeah, but he, yeah, good job. Thanks want- to everyone who came out. Where did you shoot it? In Burbank at the Colony Theater. Sick. I'm psyched. <laughs> this is what he goes. <laughs> that's that's from that guy. So that's that was a weird guy I met once. As I'm as, in, to answer that yeah. question. Yeah. I can't think of anything that really comes to mind. Usually, when people get drunk, they get really weird. Sometimes, no doubt, like hardcore weird, and it free, and I don't like it. it. Scares me. I'm scared of people. I get scared of drunk people, actually. Yeah, sometimes it get really annoying, and I'm like, just I'm annoying. kind scary. of, I'm, I'm just become... kind of like a nice person, you know. I kind of don't want to be, and I'm, I'm always the one stuck. Like on Saturday, I was with a group of people. We were walking down the street. We went to a video arcade, then we wanted to go to see our friend's, our friend's birthday party at this bar down the street, and this girl was out front, and she's just, like, gripping me. You know how they do it? Oh, yeah, like grippers, gripper? grippers, mm. grippers, especially mm. when drunk. Like, grippers mm. really turn it up when they get drunk. Yeah, oh, man, it was like, what do you, do I share your name? I'm Doug, I'm a, anyway, I don't, I don't want to repeat the story. It was really funny, though. She got all her names mixed up, and... um I was the one left talking to her and all my friends just sort of like were, you know, blew, like stopped and just like turned their backs. And I, I can't do that. I'm not good at like being like me, like if someone's talking to me. Yeah. 
to just I'm like, just like I just I well, just, if there's, I just I'm just like okay yeah I just like hi you know, if, they're so, and, if they're so drunk though, oh I'm just out with my friend I'm just like answering questions and having a conversation it's like weird to just like so like, excuse me don't talk to me right now no you don't have to like, do that you kind of have just to say, do that no, otherwise could, i'm just like gonna be no nice you don't have to, to them you don't have to do that you could just say i'm gonna go um do this but oh so, so long see you later one, you know? of, one of my favorite pastimes is uh i want to i'm in town while uh walking around on like around hollywood and vine like totally sober at like one in the morning on a saturday night oh dude i do something sort of similar sometimes i go to the subway you get your popcorn out and you just watch I mean, the show. That's so the many, real show. That's the show. No, what I'm Better than the movies. At like Subway Sandwiches in Hollywood around 3 a.m. Like around 4, 3, 4 a.m. And I stay up late sometimes I get, and I get sandwiches there sometimes. <laughs> no it, doubt. It is crazy out there. I mean, they, it's just all these tweakers and stuff. It's so crazy. And um, But there's this one guy who hangs out. In front of there, and he, I guess he sells perfume and stuff. He's not a tweaker, but he's like very overly friendly and stuff. And he's all like, "How you doing?" He's like, "How you doing today?" You know, he's like smiling and stuff, and just you know, I guess really nice. But it's it's it's, it's interesting though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know what? We, we want to wrap it up. Yeah. Here? What yeah. time is it right well, now? Well, it's, it's uh, five forty. Oh, schnipple. All right, we should wrap it up somewhat soon. It's McTwist. Um, so juice box. Yes. Where are you where, not? Where would you? You don't want to be stuck in, in the underground. No. Where, where would I mean, you like? Where would you? Where's your ideal? Like, I, what? What would you like to progress? What's the next level you'd like to progress to? And follow up question: What's the next next level? Well, okay. I always, I never wanted to be like an underground artist, but I just wanted to do things on my own terms, so that like fit in the underground, if that makes any sense. Like I've always wanted to make pop music, but not, but just like my kind of pop music, which maybe actually isn't pop music and is actually underground music. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I like. You're not like I want to make underground music. Yeah, just I just want to make- do things my way, and my way is weird and confusing. But uh, I don't know. I'm trying to rein it in a bit. Focus the message. Focus the brand. Reach out to all those teenagers. Hopefully, I play the fucking Warp tour. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm all for it. Like that's just like uh. I'm making music for kids to chug uh, Mountain Dew to, but don't like dubstep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, but yeah, I mean, whatever. Then the next, next level is just like, uh, I'm going to make my Bruce Springsteen record before I die. My like straight up like Americana rock <laughs> record. Uh, that's, uh, that's a bit on the... That's a bit. That's on the, old. That's like your ultimate music that you would like to make. Well, sort of. Like my ultimate music is some sort of fusion of Bruce Springsteen style Americana and like Public Enemy Beastie Boys style rap rock. Yeah. But I've had to curb the Springsteen stuff for a minute because I think that really uh, confuses people. That's on ice. I'm bring it. I'll bring it back. That's the next next level. Currently, they're not ready for that yet. No one's ready for that. No one's ready for it. They may never be ready for it. But uh, I'm just like making music. I guess that's why I kept doing it through all these years, playing shows, making records. It's the best, you know. It's fun. It's the shit. I don't. I'm not. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an, a visual artist or a whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I just I'm a singer songwriter. And you want? And you run a label. And I run a label. Maybe you can sign some killer acts I put, I, that will be like you know your. Your bread and butter. Well, the dream for Thunder Zone is to be like a psychopathic record style outlet, you know, like in St. Clown Posse. Yeah. Um, 
So everyone on there is painted up. Everyone's everyone's just got the spirit. This, you know, same what I mean? spirit. You know, and it's the true American insanity. Now, who's on your label that you like? Well, I did a lot of clothing with this guy, Lil Ugly Mane. So there's, you have clothing on there. There's clothing. There's energy drinks. There's hacky sacks. But there's sacks. music on there. There's too. music. But Lil Ugly Mane's a, 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 a pretty famous cult rapper. And you have Extreme Animals. This music does not apologize. Extreme Animals. That's cool. It's it's just like uh, a and weird you, mix. You're of, putting out their old music. Yeah, it's a greatest hits record tape. There's a that photo. I swear, I I oh. took a f- similar photo. Is that from Camp Gay? Maybe <laughs> Camp Gay. Camp Gay. Legendary warehouse. Chicago warehouse. Now, does anyone know video. why the 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 internet stops working? What is something about my laptop that does that? This photo here is that Camp Gay? I don't know. Honestly. This group is amazing. This is the newest seven inch I just put out of LA band called Odwalla eighty eight. Oh. Odwalla eighty eight? Let's listen. Is that when Odwalla started? You know the juice, yeah. band, the juice I, band? I, I... Enjoy this. Wait for the drop. Let it go. Let it run. Let it run. To adore me is a duty. This is how I sit in my chair. This is how I straddle my chair. This is how I break my chair. Do you consider yourself an angel? Have you ever been a spiral? My perfect fun, crazy, sparkly life. How to make your plan. Black footless tights. Free dirt. Flowers. Ideas. Water. I fuck with the world. I'm free inside. My name is Zadi Wally. A name virtually unknown. I... Yeah, that's the next level shit as far as I'm wow, concerned. Wow, that is cool. It's like the best. Interesting. They're the best punk band in America right now. I want to hear this. So this song. Two songs on this. And scream. This is a seven inch. Like I put out. Everything's important. Kick and scream like everything's important. Bonds are dirty. 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 Sounds like Rova saxophone quartet. Shout out to Chloe and Flannery, Oddwall 88. Is it two girls? Yeah. They Chloe and Flannery? Yeah. They have a... It's like uh, get them on the Poundcast, please. They're I mean, from L.A. They they're from Baltimore. They moved here recently. Uh, it's just like sampler and drum pad on a table. Uh-huh. Some of their earlier stuff, there's a lot more like guitar samples. But it's uh, 
It's a new take on uh, punk rock, as far yeah, as I'm they're concerned. Definitely do they ever? Do, well, one of them does a repeating thing. Just, just say, does it live while the other one kind of does her. They thing. both do vocals, and they, one of them plays a drum, like a kind oh, okay. of a small drum pad, and the other one has like a little sample, like a sampler, kind of like yours, Doug. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's pretty good live, you know. It's really intense, actually. But yeah, what was um, what was Honey Bear's question? She didn't have a question. <laughs> Because you know, just, um, she just said not a question, but I wanted to say I'm really enjoying the Poundcast, one of my favorite podcasts. Mm. She, uh, she asked about music last that one time or whenever it was, like last time or something like that. Um, I think a band that I didn't mention. That, there's some people recommended some music for us if you want to hear. There was a band that I I, I New didn't Age music like actually. Oh, New Age. Yeah, there was a band that I didn't mention last time that I thought they were good actually. They're in New York, actually. Have you heard of Teen? I've heard that name. Teen. It's four gr- women. Yeah. You know, speaking of women groups. And um, they have this one song called Tokyo. And that's kind of, that's a hit. Didn't you already play that on the oh, show? Oh, we did? Oh, yeah. never mind. All right, forget yeah, it, actually. Good. All right, forget that then. My, uh, um, okay, well, he's, there's uh, uh, Bruce writes in, uh, I was surprised to hear you talking about Laraji a few poundcasts ago. The planetary piece turned out to be one of my favorite new finds. Props. Anyway, I want to pass along this new age wizard named Yasos, <laughs> who basically invented the genre. You may already be familiar with his with this guy, but he is amazing. I mean, just look at his website, and it's iasos.com. Uh, let's... Let's listen to a track by him and just, you know, get a taste of it, you know? You're listening to Musical Starstreams. I'm Forrest. Have you ever heard one of those New Age channels, like, late at night? Yeah, totally. They're so cool. I was copying just now. Yeah. This is Angels of Comfort? This, yeah... By Yasos. You're listening to Hearts of Space. Yasos. Oh yeah, that's the one. Hearts of Space is one of them. But there used to be on um, on the Wave, this, you know, the channel, the Wave, ninety four point seven. Yep. Sunday nights at either ten from ten to twelve or twelve to two. It was a this new age show called Musical Star Streams, hosted by a guy named Forrest. And um, actually, the Wave started out at well, at least in the eighties, it was a new age station all the time then they segued into smooth jazz and then now yes. they're not even smooth Please jazz it's just like right. kind of an easy listening pop station the, old age. the smooth jazz old age. format is kind of a dying one right unfortunately yes although well yes i mean at least as far as on the way the way there's no smooth jazz channel now like a radio station on, on you got to get satellite radio. you got to yeah. get satellite yeah you got to listen to uh, watercolors on satellite radio what's a good Water- smooth jazz song that he can rap over uh, here's one of the original smooth jazz tr- songs, "Touch" by John Clemmer. This is from 1970. Should I do some? Should I do some new juice box over this? Yeah. Let's see if we can. I'm do just trying this. to think. Touch I mean, by who? John Clemmer. I mean that that this is this is like an early smooth like this is kind of maybe thought of as one of the first smooth jazz tracks. This is from the, you know like 73 or 75 or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, we have an ad here. Um, I'm trying go. to think of what One other, second, let's check another it out. Good thing. Okay. Yeah. 
There's hit some echo on my Vox. Oh, Let's wait. go. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, that's oh, that was good. 58? 58? No, 55. 55's good. Yeah, 55. 55. I'm just waiting for the beat to drop. Wait, turn down that ox a bit. This is yeah. Check it. Out of my mind, but I'm a hell of a guy. I got the PMA. It's just an FYI. I got a J-O-B, and that's to stay alive. 24-7-9-9. One time like clap on the Fuji's joint Rhymes spit like a loogie just to put my point Two times tell I'm giving up Rhymes never stiffen up When I'm on the mic I got no choice but to flip it up Count it out so many times I can't count They try to pick my style But yo, that's when I dip out Mental state starts to slip out, but I can't trip out. Jumping out the bed, then I ship out. 29, but I'm 30 in my mind's eye. I'm fly, looking in the mirror like, who am I? It's juice boxing this motherfucker. Feeling lost, feeling strange, feeling fucking in the gutter. But I keep on going like no other. Dive ball, cheap cover. Should I keep rhyming? Let me rhyme a little bit more. Then we're in this shit. Okay, yeah. Hit that delay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you something from a while ago. I went from city to city to fucking show to show. Look at me like a fucking UFO But there's a couple little things that you don't know Class feedback like a rocker is back. Got a couple bucks for the taco truck, yeah One seed of a fucking four-door hatchback Psycho flashback, see who laughs last Wasting mine like a broken laugh track Sitcom bomb and I'm on my last Gotta get away, gotta get away Gotta get away, gotta get away Yeah, yeah That was beautiful. That was cool. That probably sounded uh, deeply chaotic to any listeners, but that's sick. No, that was, that was cool. That, that's, I, I, you know, maybe you should drop the Springsteen thing and go be the first smooth jazz rapper. <laughs> I feel like some have. I can't really think. John right Clammer. John Clammer. John Clammer. Yeah, this is, I think this is kind of thought of as maybe one of the first smooth jazz tracks. I mean... West Montgomery is is like kind of proto smooth jazz from the like sixties, you know. But this is like what is it seventy three or seventy five? Does it say? Let's see what John Clemmer's up to these days. Um, but you know, he's around. Smooth jazz doesn't really become a thing till the eighties, really, or like the late seventies. You know, didn't solidify as a genre. Yeah, but this is this was like an early smooth jazz track. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, a template track. It's kind of a thing. Yeah, it sounds it's like slightly... obviously it's the saxophone is smooth. I mean, smooth jazz kind of comes from like West Montgomery guitar, but also like. Stan Getz kind of stuff too from the fifties, you know, yeah. the late fifties, and also obviously the fusion influence. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll have, that's part of it too. Yeah, but 
but uh, but yeah, that's kind of that. I, to me, that sounds like kind of definitely like a early smooth jazz I, track, like one of the one of the pioneering smooth jazz tracks. You know, I would be interested in you doing a podcast that's just the history of smooth smooth jazz. jazz. I th- I thought about it at one point, but I think it would be. I mean, maybe just one episode or a whole series. Like t- 10, 15 episodes. Ten, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. You know, I do a podcast of video game music. It's all just. No. It's all uh, like third and fourth generation and video game I, music. I'm on the most recent episode. Oh, yeah. And Doug, Doug is on the most recent Wait, episode. Wait, it says RIP Smooth Jazz 1985 to 2008? Question mark. Is this a blog post? Yeah. Mm. Wait, it. Um, I'm trying to find wait, out. What, what years um, did it say it was? Saying like. 85, but... 85? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, this, that makes sense. I, I mean, you know... It, you know, I should... Di- I typed in, what is the first Smooth Jazz song, and I should just pop... It should just pop right on the top. Um. Well, you, you can look up... Look, I mean, look it up on... You can probably, there's probably a Wikipedia it began article to, on The it. popularity began to slide in 2007, it says here. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, look at, look at how there's no... There's no Smooth... I remember the day... That they ended the smooth jazz station in San Francisco, which was one hundred three point seven. Smooth jazz is down tempo, most mostly in the ninety to one hundred five BPM range, <laughs> layering a melody played on an instrument such as a soprano or tenor sax, or a guitar over a backdrop that typically I consists feel- of program rhythms and various synth pads. I feel like the new smooth jazz is maybe like derivative down tempo trip hop music. Hmm. What about David Sanborn? You know. Yeah, Sam Sam he's a big classic. Name. He's classic, a big name. Classic. Origins can be traced back to the late 60s. Wes Montgomery. Producer probably. Creed Taylor worked with guitarist Wes Montgomery. There you go. Three popular records. 1967 is A Day in the Life. Yeah. And down here on the ground. Uh, Wes Montgomery's kind of like the, the, the so kinks are to he, punk he or took something. Like, he took like, uh, popular songs like Eleanor Rigby right. and made like instrumental well, like also, chilled out versions of them. Also, I mean, his guitar playing is kind of like, it's kind of smooth in a way that you hear on smooth jazz, in later smooth jazz music, you know. He's got that smooth jazz guitar, you know. The smooth jazz. Here, set. let's listen to... Uh, but I would argue that cool jazz of mm. the 50s and some of the bossa nova stuff in like the late mm. 50s and early 60s like Stan Getz That's different. Stuff. That's, that's no, different. no. I would but, say that that's I mean, even yeah, more of a foundation. Even more. It's a foundation. Even going back yeah, even more. I mean, you know? Let's check this out. Well, I mean, this isn't really a prime example. This is an early. This isn't you know where it starts. See. The way that he the plays guitar, guitar, it sounds like you hear yeah, that in smooth jazz definitely. later for sure. Look, it's got to come from somewhere. Not necessarily. This is not you know your. This isn't your meat and potatoes smooth jazz, but no, this, this is where it all hear, comes you can, from, you brother. Can hear, you can hear the foundations. Yeah, and then it paves the, the way for people like George off of there. George Benson, mm. you know, mm. you know about George Benson? Sure, you do. I know the name. It's. I mean, that's this is one of the one of the real classic smooth jazz tracks and the show Benson. from the show Benson. Yeah, yeah. Breezin, Breezin by George Benson. That's that's a kind of a. A landmark smooth jazz track. That's know? in the canon for you? 
Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's it's not. I mean, it's like that's just a really well known smooth yeah, yeah, jazz yeah, track, yeah. and it's guitar based. You know, so it's it's the real smooth jazz is saxophone. Let's let's be honest. I mean, no, no, no. Guitar is a big smooth jazz instrument. Let's be honest. It's it's saxophone is the. But you're right. Smooth the real shit. Guitar gets played. That is a foundational smooth jazz. thing, I think you know you know you want to hear my favorite. And Breezen's been sampled in rap songs, I believe. Oh, probably. You know, and of course Bob James, you know, had a lot to do with smooth jazz too. Yeah, and he's been sampled by rap people. Tons, tons. He did take me to Mardi Gras, right? Is that Bob James? Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he did Angela, the theme song, to Taxi. I I could be wrong. Bob James that. does get sampled in, in rap music Here a lot. Though. This is the most classic. That flute trill. Yeah, this is a this is a Doesn't classic smooth jazz track. I mean, this is like almost like an anthem. I'll show you the most anthemic smooth jazz song besides Songbird by Kenny G. And you guys will be okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, this is a good song. I, I, well, I, I could see. I have this album actually. I, I can hear like camera. I can see like Arrested Development sampling that. This has been like if I was if oh, I knew yeah, more about rap track. music, I would I could tell you right now who sampled it. You just look it up. Who sampled Breezin by George Nesson? Nice flutes. You ready for the ultimate jam, guys? Here it comes. Wait for the drop. Here it comes. Almost there. Yeah, no, I totally. I mean, feel so good. Yeah, this is feel so good by Chuck Mangione. Absolutely, this is definitely a. What year did this come out? Actually, I think I actually looked it up once. It's seventy-two or something. I right? don't think it's that early. No, maybe seventy. Seven. But see, here's the thing. This isn't like totally smooth because it's kind of funky. You know what I mean? I nailed it. 77. Yeah. But it, no, this is definitely it, part of the uh, okay smooth well, jazz, you know, maybe, yeah. discourse. You know, but it, it's it, it's on the sideline with Herb Albert too. It, it rocks. Yeah, sure, it listen, yeah, it's, it's too hard. It's I mean, too. It is kind of funky though. It's too heavy. It's like the easy listening movement of the 70s. I feel like that plays into like yeah, the foundations yeah. of smooth jazz yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, right, totally. Yeah, yeah, that's big time. Right, totally. That's, 60s actually. In a way like to the, get to smooth jazz, there's like a lot of different elements. Yeah, the, the exotic, right. the exotica or whatever. Like it's the, like the most boring parts of every one of those genres come together for smooth jazz. You know what I mean? It's shots like the, fired. Well, I'm not. It's not a shots fired. I mean, like in a way, that's what makes it. Well, such a, well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's what makes it such an incredible genre, though, is they like yeah. siphoned off the most like bland parts of all of these different genres. Yeah, it's, into, it's like, definitely like the softer parts of like yeah, these yeah, different yeah, genres, yeah. and definitely the. Uh, yeah, um, but I'm trying to think of like what's edgy, some edgy smooth jazz. You know, like there's definitely is though. You know, like there's definitely like, I mean, for example, even. It's it's really well anyway. Yeah, Spyro Gyro, of course, yeah. is, is 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 a prime. You know, they were like <laughs> okay prime pimple when it. Comes. Anytime Spyro Gyro comes up, we have to change subjects. <laughs> Who else? It's kind of like a rule. It's like okay, we've talked about this. Enough. I mean, like I feel like Boz Skaggs definitely like danced on the edges of pro think so? jazz. Well, maybe yeah. Bob Skaggs, Bob Skaggs, Skaggs. Um. um well, I mean, maybe we should wrap. Maybe we should wrap this. Let's up. Let's wrap it we, up. We've you know we've covered a lot of bases here. 
Um, Juicebox is good to see you here. And I tell you yeah, this, you're doing fun. good, it's and you're good. in town. You're, you're in town recording a record, right? I'm working on something. That's, that's all cool. I can say. One, one it's, last, uh, it's a secret, but that's that's exciting. One last thing to say about smooth jazz is that um, sure. there's this there's this piece by um, Art Porter called "Inside Myself." I hope you're being produced by Phil Spector. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, uh, who is a big producer now? Uh, Dave Will made it. Mike Will made it. Dave Will made it. Mike That's Will good. made it. That sounds like a Doug Pound joke if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Dave Will made it. Okay, so uh, Brent, what do you say? What do you say? Art, Art Porter inside myself. Art Porter. Well, no, it, yeah. Okay, you can play it a little bit. Well, anyway, I use it in the special that I taped recently. I well, I used to oh, use did it. You, did they? I, no, no, I did. I use it in my normal set when I do this this bit about ninety ninety two. But I w- here's but, my question about that. Is um did you, you we had to create did you have to license it no this is what happened is Whoa, you had to we create created a our own sound alike basically sound alike to it wow. and I worked with my uh, with my Why? guy he, Art get, Porter wouldn't let you license it well no it just was going to cost too much money you <sighs> know? I mean they already had to pay for the publishing rights for uh, Bat of the Bone which we used <sighs> and so you know it was wait so it was going to be too much money to also get the public on the bat of the bone that was like that wasn't the original version it was, was a it? cover yeah oh, that was a cover it's pretty close but it's pretty close it's though. a little off but what's also pretty close is our the fake i wish i had it to share with people here but we did a sound alike gabe castro and i uh well, mainly gabe castro we made this sound alike to this track here this is inside myself which wait I who made the use. track did you make it i helped Gabe, Gabe, Cat, my friend Gabe. You know Gabe. He was he. D- he's the engineer for the Legacy Music Hour. That guy there. Wow, he did. He did that. He that you heard it in the special when we recorded. Yeah. But we did a, basically almost like it's a musical parody of this track. You know, um, it has all the same elements. Did he just do it on the computer? Just digital saxophone? Well, no, or? we no we uh, no we hired a, a saxophonist. Oh, and, saxophonist. Yeah, and we uh, <laughs> hired a the guitarist as well, and. Uh, so there's a guitar, sax, but the rest of it is all, um, you know, digital instruments or whatever. But um, yeah, we created this track. I mean, mainly Gabe. I mean, Wait. I just kind of help figure out the melody and Art and Porter the chords, did a you know? cover of Lakeshore Drive, or is this a new song called Lakeshore Drive? But oh, I like that bass right. Listen there. to that mm. bass. <clears throat> yeah, Juicebox. If you want to blow minds and do something that's the next, 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 next level. You've got to have a fretless bass player and a saxophone player professionally. I actually played um, it. And we're starting at tenor and going up. I'm I talking soprano yeah, or yeah, piccolo. Yeah, yeah. Like, So the thing is, is that what the point I was going to make was that in that way, when we rec- re- rec- when we like created our own version of that track, that was a sound alike. Yeah. It made us really appreciate how well done the original was, actually. And it's like there's a lot of technical... Um, stuff that went in that goes into it, and you hear his playing. It's like, whoa, this guy's actually really good. It makes you like appreciate it so much more, and the production value of that that original track by Preach. Art Porter. Preach. Anyway, oh, you know, we, let's wrap it up. I well, I'm trying, what yeah, I, my, my point is, yeah. is that it, about the softest parts and stuff. It's like it's hard though. It's still like, oh, it's okay. still intricate. It's hard to be so soft. Yeah, it's hard to be good. It's hard to be. It's hard to be good. I mean, it's yeah, like, oh, no doubt. My neighbor used to go on smooth jazz cruises. Oh yeah, the cruises. Yeah, yeah, you go on those cruises. Yeah, you go on those cruises. Smooth jazz, the soundtrack. Of you should life. go on a cruise, man. Yeah, you you, right. well, you um, earned it. You earned it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Poundcast. Um, Juicebox, good to see you. I'm glad you're doing good. Thanks for having me. 
Um, I'm glad that you're, you know, still sticking with your dream, dreams. And I'm, you know, that's that's all that makes that's inspire, inspiring, inspiring for me to hear. I'll be back in in three years with an update. Okay. For that that complete the trilogy. We all buffed out. I'll be pretty buff <laughs> by that point. This video for Lakeshore Drive by Art Porter is insane. It's like it's some fan made thing though, right? Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. What is this? <laughs> wait, that's not a. Is that a? That's not an official music video. I, I think what? it's an official music video. No way. What? Oh my god. It's um. You well, you missed it. There's shirtless breakdancer guys are like. Wait, is this dancing an official insanely... music video though? This is not. Well, some fan. Why would some fan make this? <laughs> I, it's like a video for another song that they just laid Brett, over. Some, so crazy. Brett, somehow, somehow, I could see you doing a video exactly like totally, that. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, let's do yeah. a shot for shot remake the two of that. Two of you, yeah. But it's just like, that's so funny, actually. Wow. Juicebox, where can people find you? By the way, the net? Kenny G's not even like... Thunderzone.biz? Thunderzone.biz, Juicebox with three X's.com. Or just yeah. Juicebox with three X's everywhere else, probably. Yeah, fucking... Yeah. Twitter? Buy an energy drink. How many energy drinks do you have? Uh, there's a couple of cases. Can you buy them over the internet? Yeah, you can How do buy you them. Ship on, them. You can buy them on. Uh, I have like a fulfillment service that ships stuff for me. And what do they percentage. like? Wrap it up in a like an Amazon type box? Kind yeah, of thing? it's in a box. Can you buy one can? No, you can, you can buy twelve packs of cases. Oh, okay. I ran. I had a couple cases that expired on New Year's Eve this year, so I just. Uh, are you yeah. not allowed to sell them? Like, well, legally I or just something? was like, I don't know. I gave them out though. I played a show on New Year's Eve, and I gave them out. I gave out like fifty cans of oh, that's to cool. crowd members. That's sweet. And then somebody stole uh, drummer's cymbals. Somehow, I feel like that's related. Yeah, maybe because because <laughs> they were like all amped up. Yeah, they were just so like, like I could do anything. <laughs> they, were just, yeah. they were just zooted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um, Brent. Uh, we're gonna go out with the juice box song too. How about that? Yeah, what song no, are you I'm gonna a, play? I got nothing to say. I don't know where the hell I lost. I lost the the page. Oh wait, no, I was I was listening to those girls. I gotta go back. Uh, Wallet eighty eight. That music that video cool. is so funny to me, actually. Which one of these do you prefer? Oh, should I throw it back to one of your original tracks? Hit Milwaukee to Milwaukee. That's good. That's good. That brings it down. Is it on here? Yeah. Oh, walking the track. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, weren't gotcha. you DJing at? That Eric Andre show at Paraspace, and you were playing smooth jazz that one night. I think that was Kyle Kyle Madsen. Huh? That was Kyle Madsen, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know that guy? We got to get him on the podcast too. You got to get um, Madsen. I was just texting with him today. Well, I was gonna... like, I think I was like, we were like DJing together, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I helped him out with that, or like it was at Paraspace, maybe. Mm-hmm. Brent, any final words? I'm gonna. No, just I, I just almost don't even consider Kenny G to be smooth jazz. It's like he's like pop, basically. You know what I mean? Like, he's a you're a purist. No, I'm just saying like his stuff evolved so much into like basically like a pop thing. Like his, his stuff sounds like pop songs with a saxophone, basically. You know? Okay. Check out me. Check me out on YouTube. Milwaukee with a lot on my mind, I leave my past behind.
grind And yo, I stay on the grind Gotta get beer, it's a quarter to nine I can't afford it this time, so it's gonna be fine Stopping at the stop and go Listening to rock and roll, smelling like dominoes I feel a little psycho Darkness, man, I need a little light, yo Where's it at, where's it at, where's the light go Hey, thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed that Poundcast Feel free to send us an email at poundcastmail at gmail.com or you can chime in on the Poundcast page on Facebook. Also, buy a t-shirt for your for your loved ones and click on the Amazon link at thepoundcast.com or feralaudio.com before you shop on Amazon. It'll help us out. See you next time. Preach. Hello, I'm Kyle Ayers. I'm the host of Never Seen It, the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and then we give them a read in studio. This is a clip I want to play for you guys from an episode where Langston Kerman rewrites Scarface. He's never seen it, but he wrote a script based on what he thinks he knows about it. And here's a clip. Give it a listen. All right. Scarface, the new frontier. Interior. Happening discotheque. Remember when we call clubs discotheques? <laughs> LOL. The 70s were crazy. Night. The crowd bustles with young, hot Mexicans who are supposed to be Cuban and all are dressed in butterfly collared shirts and pants that look like Jinko jeans and pleated khakis had a really weird baby. <laughs> There's sex in the air and Poppy wants a whiff. <laughs> oh my God. Scarface, 22 to 45. <laughs> like he's a television audience demographic? Devilishly handsome. Not even a little bit Italian looking, so get that out of your dumb brain. Walks through the crowd with the confidence of a man who's going on MTV Cribs with the Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> Does he actually have a scar on his face? Fuck no. Why would, he even, why would you even ask that? That's not important. What's important is that he is not at all a problematic stereotype <laughs> and that he has come for his cocaine. <laughs> As he approaches the red rope of the VIP, pronounced V-A-P-E in Spanish, <laughs> oh my God. he spots his dear friend who is almost certainly going to become his enemy by the end of the film, Smooth Skin. <laughs> Scarface yells out his signature line. <laughs> Ciao Bella, it's me, Scarface. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>